Bob and Matt show. <laughs> Bob and Matt show. Matt and John would be the most boring co-host names of all time. <laughs> Matt, John, and Steve, and those like, bland names anyways. Yeah. This is the most milk toast cast of all time. All of our names get shortened to yeah. the most bland names. So uh, we have Matt, Steve, and John on the show, and uh, today we have our special guest, uh, Don. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Next week we'll have Joe and Brad on the show. We have the most standard names of life. And uh, after that we'll have Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> the most popular yeah, the name in the world. The most common name. Muhammad. Oh, shit. Prepare for takeoff. You are listening to Red Rocket Radio. What's up, strappers? You are listening to the number one podcast on iTunes, recorded in Northwest Indiana, starring three friends that record in a basement. And to my left, I have the man who stopped the podcast so he could make a sale. Steve, how is it going? Well, it can't be going too bad because I just made a sale. That's great, Steve. I'm really proud of you. I want you to know that. Thanks, buddy. And to my right, I have a man with the most phenomenal case of Infantigo I have ever seen. Bubba, how's it going? It's itchy, Matt. It looks itchy. Guys, being the number one podcast in Northwest Indiana... Asterisk. With three guys in yeah, a basement. With, yeah. yeah, with three guys in a basement. I decided to look into Indiana. You know, let's see what the rest of the people are doing. Because we're following our dream of becoming the number one podcast in Indiana on iTunes. With three guys in the basement. In a basement. We're doing a damn good job of it, too. And I was on What'd you kick- find, Matt? I was on Kickstarter, guys. And there are people out there trying, trying to better themselves. And some people had some great ideas. Other, I think, should be put away for a long time because I don't think they're mentally stable. Like Asylum? Are we talking full-blown Asylum or what? Yeah, we should put them in Arkham Asylum. Okay. Yeah, Batman will get them out. Yeah, but Batman will put them in there. So, starting out, uh, we have Daniel Rose, who's trying to do letters from Pearl Harbor. And what does this entail? So, this person, Daniel, is trying to... Make a book of all these letters from Pearl Harbor. The exact summary of this, these American heroes are dwindling quickly and their story needs to be shared with the world. The best way to describe accurately to do this would be in their own words. We've seen many television interviews, Hollywood movies, and many other ways Pearl Harbor has been revisited, but not with the creation of letters from Pearl Harbor. The creation of letters? Like, so they're not real? No, these are real. So uh, why, why does he need funds to do this? So what this guy's trying to do, he's trying to get uh, $5,000, which you will notice is like the go-to dollar amount, by the way, coming up. He needs $5,000 to get in touch with these people that are still alive from Pearl Harbor, get their letters, and put them in a book. That's some expensive postage. I don't know. So he said he's contacted some of these people, and roughly 90 of them said they would participate and he's trying to get the other 10, but he needs backing to like persuade the other 10. And he just wants to make this huge book full of like letters from Pearl Harbor so we can learn like what those people were thinking during that time. So where's the donation page? 
it's on Kickstarter. I will send links to all of these. This one's not that bad. I'm like, all right, you know, this person's just trying to like a historical document, you know, that, that makes sense. But he needs $5,000 to persuade 10 people to give him their letters. 10% of people, not 10. Oh, okay. 10%, 10 of so he has 90% people. of the people said they will. 90% of people said they would do it, but, uh, he only has $62 and he needs 5,000. So not going great on the backing part of it, but I think with our help, he'll make it. Because, you know, that one's not bad. Historical document, you know, gathering. But then it gets worse. The next one is by Carlos Mendez. Another man out of Fort Wayne. This man is looking to open a recording studio in Fort Wayne. Over the past years, he says the population has been growing and there's a need for recording studios. Um, around him, there are none. He said with the help of a $300,000 donation on Kickstarter, he can build a state-of-the-art studio in Fort Wayne. Wait, 300000 or thirty? Three hundred. Yeah, $300,000 studio. And he says he has a small recording studio in his home, but it's not big enough for all the potential clients he intends to have. He intends to have. He intends, he intends to have a lot of clients. He just doesn't have the room for them. Uh, we intend to have a lot of views. <laughs> we intended to have. We a have lot a lot views. in common with this guy. Yeah, I, I feel for this man, um, but he thinks if he gets a bigger location, he's able to record even more musicians. So this is my favorite part: is the challenges would become finding a building, and that would be easy to take care of. And he plans to have the best recording technology for his potential clients to feel comfortable with. And he has potentially hundreds of people. There's a lot of potentialies in this. Potentially hundreds of people that want to record. But he can no longer do it because his recording software is out of date, mics are out of date, and so on. I mean, do they work? I mean, if they work, like, what's going on here? But he says, with our help, he can become the number one recording studio in Fort Wayne. But if you remember from the beginning of this, he says there is zero recording studios in Fort Wayne. So he's not wrong. But he's number one with zero. Just like we're the number one podcast in a basement. In Northwest Indiana, yeah. in a basement starting three guys. Yeah. $300,000 for this guy. He has a total of $0, uh, 58 days to go. So people can back this if they want to. But uh, yeah, uh, this guy's living it up in Fort Wayne. A total of $0? Zero. zero. It's How been, it been up, up for 58 days? No, he has 58 days left oh, so until days. it is taken off a of Kickstarter. How long has it been up? Uh, it's been up for about three days. Okay, that's not bad. So not bad. You know, zero for three, but like, you know, it's three days. Yeah, three days. Uh, we're just getting the word out there if you want to help out Carlos. This one's my favorite. It's called... <laughs> you can't laugh that much. This one's my favorite, bub. It's called Stardome. Stardome? Stardome. Oh. So this one is by Philip Clanton. That's it, made up. Yes. Uh, the proposal for this is it creates water and energy, can withstand fire, high floods, winds, lightning, and earthquakes. All he's asking is $5,000 <laughs> for this. $5,000. He's gotten two backers, by the way. $26.02 is what he's raised. Wow. He's looking for 5000 So for $5,000, we'll build the structure, added cost for atmospheric water pressure, uh, atmospheric water processors, and solar panels. For $5,000. This dude's building this. Yes. The building itself utilizes ring technology, which he has invented, can be erected by two non-skilled people. What personally, what he personally loves is that you could live, if you found a rock out in the ocean, you could live there. 
Uh, he has also designed water storage tanks, the main solar powering atmospheric water processor. So you could theoretically live off the grid. His risk and challenges are he will need a custom ring, which he has designed. Fortunately, he lives closest to the three largest steel yards in America. So he will have no problem getting stainless steel or aluminum made. Or stolen. This guy lives in Hammond, Indiana. And I want this to happen so bad. But get this. So everyone on Kickstarter has rewards. For it, you can do like a one dollar donation. It's like just like a thanks, you know. There's like there's been video games on here, like where it's like you give twenty five dollars, they'll give you like a poster and like a beta access to the game. Uh, there's other ones where like you get the full product or everything like that. This guy's only pledge amount is twenty five dollars or more. That's the least he will take from you, is what he says. Uh, for you to get, for you to get something back, you can donate one dollar. But oh, okay. to get something back, you have to donate at least $25 or more, and you get a color 8x10 signed, frameable picture of the Stardome. Shut up. For $25 or more. It's incredible. 8x10 it signed? It's an 8x10 signed photo by him of the Stardome. That is incredible. And it's an all or nothing, so this guy was all in. Like, you can you can make it to where, like, you get the money regardless, and, like, you'll you'll give the backers whatever they paid for. This guy was all or nothing. He thought someone would give him $5,000 for this. So if he doesn't make it, he doesn't get anything? doesn't get anything at all. Wow. Yeah. But in his picture, he doesn't even have a design up or anything. It's literally just like a it's like a dome that's in the water with like a maiden like wearing a white gown that's like flowing in the wind. Like, like a fantasy picture. How was he going to build this for $5,000? I don't know. He invented the technology. He invented the technology, Duh. Bob. He invented a water processor and water tanks, and <laughs> he could theoretically live off the grid on this. 5000 bucks. You can't build a shed for $5,000. No. With nothing inside it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand. And this guy has solar panels, and he's going to live off the grid. He's got the best blueprint blueprint on the planet Earth, just needs that $5,000. Is this for him to live off the grid? Yeah. It's just for anyone that wants to see him off the grid. I think I think he builds it and then like he'll sell it to other people. But the first oh. one is just him. He, he he's building his own. And that's when I found out that Indiana is a place where dreams go to die, because that dude is so excited about his plans. Like he thought this was the greatest idea of all time. Easily, people will give him five thousand dollars for it. And he got zero. He got twenty six dollars. Oh, twenty six. Oh, yeah, yeah twenty six dollars. Go. He got more than the dude with the recording studio. That is pretty crazy, but the dude wanted three hundred thousand dollars. He did want three hundred thousand dollars, and this dude wanted five thousand to go 5, off the grid. Five thousand to go I, off the grid. People need to get a small, you know, a small loan. Yeah, I feel like that's the way to go. Like, if you're gonna live off the grid, why would you care about the loans? Because they're not gonna find you. Yeah, they're not <laughs> gonna find you. You're off the grid. Exactly. So you might as well just take the loan and yeah. run. I don't think this guy is as legit as he intends to be. F- financially, fiscally responsible. No, not at all. But, uh, yeah, those are some of the great Indiana Kickstarters. Uh, There's a couple other ones. There was a salsa one that, like, this person just wanted to get their salsa line off. The, off, And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to pay. like Because it's seriously like $10 for the first jar. $10 for a jar of salsa. Is it good? I, well, I mean, is it like, did it look good? Is that a retail value? Or is that what you, you That's what you pay. You give her $10 to her thing You give her $10 and, and she will give you a jar of salsa. And then she's getting more money. That way she can, like, kick off her business. But, yeah, $10 for a jar of salsa. Are there different, like, spices? No, just one type. It's all mild or just a little? It was, like, a chili verde salsa. No. 
but uh, it was amazing hazel's gourmet chili sauce is what it was called oh salsa verde is like the worst yeah. addition of it, salsa ever it says put that processed ketchup away amazing hazel's gourmet chili sauce has you covered she's gotten 25 dollars, and she's asking seven thousand five hundred. what's and what's like the reward uh the rewards for this one are if you pledge i'm sorry it was if you pledge 25 dollars, you get one jar for salsa if you pay, pledge fifty dollars, you get two jars of salsa. Wow! So they got get this, deal. get this, for seventy five dollars, three jars Shut of salsa. Shut up! But it gets better. Don't tell me. Hundred dollars. Shut up! You get three jars of salsa and an amazing Hazel's logo T shirt, choice of color and size. Wow! Yeah, that blows the eight by ten picture out, out of the, the water. water. Yeah. But that's Indiana, guys. I, I don't know what else to say other than the fact that Indiana might have the worst ideas I've ever heard and some of the best ideas I've ever heard. So Indiana's just the worst, got the worst Kickstarters, and we have a lot of corn. That pretty much sums it up for Indiana. Yeah. If you want to know about Indiana, it's corn and terrible Kickstarters. That So no one's dreams come true around here is what you're no, saying. No, this is where dreams go to die. Okay. There's a reason Larry Bird went to Boston. Speaking of sports, that actually brings me back to uh, our lock of the week. And, Strappers, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't been doing so hot here. Uh, but just know that I am losing thousands of dollars along with you. And so we're going to do things a little bit different. Um, I'm going to give you a lock and a sleeper because the lock's not going to fail. Um, this week's lock is Le'Veon Bell going against the Cincinnati Bengals, ranked 30th overall in the rush defense. And I'm going to go back to our sleeper. And it's actually going to be quite familiar to you because it's going to be Tyler Lockett. And Tyler Lockett is going to have two touchdowns in this game. And you can run and tell that, homeboy. Would you say that pick is a Lockett? It's always a Lockett. <laughs> that joke worked twice. Only it failed the first time. But it'll, it will not fail again. Other sports news. Let's just get all the sports out of the way. Eli Manning got benched. It was brutal to watch. Like, seriously, when I watched him, like, tear up, in that interview, like it was like hard to watch because I figured like, you know, even just like a year ago, he was a starting quarterback. Um, well, actually, a couple years ago, he was had more rings than Peyton. And now here he is just crying. It was sad. This is the man who has beat the greatest quarterback of all time twice in the Super Bowl. The only one. That's Tom Brady for all you listeners. Yeah. Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. Anyone that says Peyton Manning's better is a fucking idiot. I agree. I double agree. Thank you. The man's beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. He's thrown to garbage wide receivers his whole career. Who make helmet catches. Now he's got Odell. Odell goes down. And there's like, nah, we'll bench Eli for Geno Smith. Keep in mind, Geno Smith at one point in one in one game, he had he was 0 for 4 with four interceptions. I don't remember who it was, but he threw four times and there was a pick every single time. No way he's worse than Eli. So what you're saying is the man refuses to hit the ground. It's Absolutely. a complete. It's a completion every time. Right, exactly. He's doing something. I mean, <laughs> he's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, hundred percent accurate. Just for the wrong team. Just yeah, that's crazy. We so, we also got LeBron got ejected for the first time ever. Did you guys a, see that video? It was like a thousand I games did. or something like that. Yeah, he was over a thousand games. Yeah, it was pretty. Like I'm not even like a huge LeBron fan, but like it was really petty. Like he didn't really do anything. Like, he didn't even touch him. He was up by twenty. He was up by t- yeah. He was up by twenty three. That was actually petty. But like actually getting thrown out. Like he didn't like I don't know. 
The ref said that he was saying vulgarity in his ears and threatened to punch him or something like that. What kind of vulgarity? I, they didn't say, but they said like he re- he like threw an air punch at him. The ref said, and that- I didn't see that though. Like, I mean, I have like one bar of E on my data, so like the video was super grainy, but like I didn't see him like do anything. I can actually vouch for that. I sent Steve a video the other day, and he's like, "Man, when I get Wi-Fi, I'll tell you how good this video yeah, is." Yeah, I was like, "Once I get Wi-Fi or LTE, I'm gonna watch this video so hard." But yeah. Until then. It's sad. And that's halftime for Sports Talk. And that will lead us into our next segment of the day, which is what is the best time to put up Christmas decorations, or should you even bother? No. See, yeah. I'm on the fence. Um, So you're a no. Johnny, what are you? I'm a hell yeah, brother. You're a hell yeah, brother. So we got a hell yeah, brother. We have a no. Hell and we have yeah. an undecided. We got a hell yeah, brother, brother. No. Christmas decorations are dumb. They're always covered in glitter. And I really don't think, like, I just really hate snowmen and the penguins and everything. Like, okay, I actually really like penguins, but not for Christmas. I just think it's so dumb that, like, you hang all these snowmen and, like, fake Santas and everything. Not the real Santa. Right. You hang fake Santas. <laughs> you can't hang real Santa. <laughs> no. That's how else would you deliver presents. But you hang all this, like, stupid shit on your walls, and, like, I'm against putting up a Christmas tree at this point. No, you're not. It's so much work, and then people, I hate people that are like, this is our theme this year. You're probably using a real tree. That's your first problem. No, I'm allergic to Christmas trees. Then you you don't have a fake tree? No, I have a fake tree. They're so easy. You literally just plug them in. Okay, first of all, fake trees are terrible because you have to take them apart, and they have those stupid-ass wires that you have to put in. Well, of course, it's a fake tree. Yeah, but... It's so much work to set it up for such little reward. Like you get, or, you've had ornaments throughout your whole childhood. And, like you had to put them on the tree, and like you can't put them all next to each other because you put them in a different order. Because the Duh. one person that comes over to your house is like, hmm, "Nice Christmas tree," but like I hate people that straight up do not put up certain decorations because this year is like Disney theme, and all they're gonna put up is Disney ornaments. Fuck all the other ornaments that they had, you know, that they paid money for, because they're expensive as shit. No, these guys are only putting up. They're they're only putting up like, I don't know, Thomas the Train ornaments this year. <laughs> it's a very specific tree, but I hate that. Well, it's all about the Christmas spirit, you know. You look at that tree and you get happy. That's I sided with the Grinch in every argument. What about the one? No, because you like Christmas music, don't you? Oh, I love Christmas music. But the Grinch doesn't like Christmas music. That's true. Maybe by Cindy the end of the Lou movie. Who? By the end of the movie, yeah, he by sings the end, with him. Yeah. That's true. But what about like the lights outside? Like, which does that annoy? Like, where does that rank in the hierarchy of Christmas ornaments? What about the blow up guys too? That oh, blow up guys are a waste. All right. That that came out wrong. <laughs> no, the blow up ornament, like the blow up stuff you put outside your house, and then like people that decorate like with the lights and everything, like it's such overkill and it's dumb. You're just increase, increasing your energy bill. And it's it looks all right, but like it's dumb. It's such a waste of time. So your problem is like the efficiency. Yeah. Like it's just a waste of time. It doesn't look that good. It's like reward versus risk, right? Yeah, it's definitely risk reward, and it's a lot of effort for such a literal reward. Do you not have like any pride against your neighbors or anything? Because like having a nice like if you're the house in the suburb, like. So I actually live next to a house. That right. they have, they have like the snow globe one that like constantly like shoots up. Like it looks like it's a snow globe, like constantly like flowing. How often does it like shoot up? They have it up every night. 
Like so all their electric winter. bill's crazy, right? Yeah, all winter they have that. They have like other inflatable stuff. They like do the entire like trim of their house. Like well, see, that's lights. the pr- that's the problem. Like you don't even want to try because the other house just blows you out of the water. Like you, you don't yeah. even want to try. Like no, I'm I completely not. understand. Yeah, <laughs> is it? It might be the competition around my house has me to where I'm like, nah, it's not even worth it. See, I need to like like well, I need to like move by you, and then like we'll have like a like a good fair competition because like you know that I have maybe like. Maybe like a few lights and one tree. So yep. like, what are you rolling with? We have the one tree uh, with multiple people's ornaments. Okay. And then we only put lights inside the house. We don't even do the outside. Okay. Because it's a waste. Well, you do the inside. Yeah, we, we put lights around like the window on the inside. Okay. That way, when you take pictures in front of the tree, there's just like lights around it. So that, like it looks nice, I guess. Okay. That's but not- it's such... It's not worth it. I'm so glad that I have, like, a niece and a cousin now that are, like, dumb and, like, teenagers. Because they're like, oh, I love putting up the tree. I'm like, please do. This is awful. I agree. Putting up a tree is terrible. But if it's not up, what are you going to do? Just hang each other presents underneath each other's... <laughs> when my mom... my There was one winter, like, one Christmas where my mom was gone. She was up in North Dakota. And we did not put up a tree. Because we're like, mom's not going to be home. Who cares? And instead, I put one of those little uh, air fresheners, the tree air fresheners. I put a thumbtack in the wall and hung that, and we put the gifts underneath there. That is so good. No joke. That is amazing. Yeah. Were you just as happy? Yeah, because I still got gifts. And it smelled great. I'm okay with giving gifts. I'm not okay with the effort it takes to put a tree up. So if someone like just puts it up, you're okay with it? Like does it no, like put it this way. Is your life a little bit more cheery with it or without it? Like just let's just say you didn't put it up. Without it, it's better because I know I always have to like I'm always like the last one up, so like I have to unplug it. And we have cats in my house mm. and they just terrorize that thing. Okay. They will straight up just like swing it like the little ball like we can't have glass, the like nice glass ornaments. Like the ball They'll break ornaments. It? the cats will swat it and break it every single time. You can't, like, tighten it? like No, no, no. Like, they will get into the tree and, like, grab them and, like, throw them off. But Cat- it's glass. Like, they, they have claws. Like, how do they break them? They bat, the, off. they bat the shit out of them and they fall and hit the ground. That's what I'm saying. Like, can't you just, like, tie them tighter? Not tight no. enough. No. You can't. You I mean, there's a dangling by, like, a little string. Like, you know. Yeah, they got the little, like, they little, little hook. Yeah. They t- you tighten around it, but it can't get extremely tight. Yeah, cats are way stronger and more Man. dicks. That's one more ornament's dicks. weakness is cat. Cat. Yeah. Oh, so, like, they swat it, and, like, the, the ball part just flies off, and the string is, like, so, okay. Yeah. Hmm. We need, so, we need to get thicker string ornaments, and they'll sell, like, hotcakes. We need cat, just for cat, we need cat-proof trees. Okay. That is That's a great idea. That's not a bad idea. idea. Cat-proof trees. So, we will not create enough space for them to get in between the branches. Like, it's got to be thick. And we will have it pre, like, pre-bulbed and, like, pre-lit. That way, you don't have to do anything. You just plug in that tree. And everything will just be automatically already attached to the tree. Like, there's nothing to come off. Everything's already attached. Because otherwise, cats will destroy your entire tree. That's a good idea. Yeah. We also only put our ornaments, like, so high. Because, like, if it's around, like, cat, like, walking height, they'll just beat the shit out of those, Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And, too, if you have, like, tall presents, you want to be able to, like, put it underneath without it scraping. And then you get, like, all that little, like, green shaving leavey stuff all over. Yeah. It's not fun. Yep. But Christmas music, I'm about Christmas music. Uh, I love it. It's not bad, but only for a week. Like after Christmas ends, it has to go. Has to go. I was at Black Friday shopping at J.C. Penney's 
free ad, JCPenney's. And they were already playing, like, Mariah Carey Christmas music. But that's, like, okay, though, because it's, like, you're in preparation. Like, if you're playing it in January, like, it's just, it's just not okay. But, like, right now, yeah, it's great. Like, Well, in January, I think it might be okay because, like, a lot of them say have a happy new year. So, I mean, that's carrying on to the new year. But, like, okay, January 2nd, that's already the new year. Like, yeah, but, like, it's telling you, nobody, like, what to do. Yeah, but, like, nobody's, like, hey, are you excited for Halloween on November 2nd? Like, it just doesn't happen. Well, yeah, because you have St. Patrick's Day coming up. St. Patrick's Day is in, what, March? Yeah. So why would you, why would you, we, we just skipped Thanksgiving and Christmas? No, we're January. So I, like, I just said October, Halloween. No, I said no, no, no one celebrates Halloween on November 2nd. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, I so was why are you, why was, are we celebrating the new year on like January 3rd or whatever? Or on it's, and past? it's still the new year. Technically every year's the new year. <laughs> Eventually it becomes the middle year and then the old year. I'm definitely more of a decorations guy than music. I never play just Christmas music. I mean, if it's playing, it doesn't bother me, but. I'd much rather, you know, see the sights of a joyous occasion than hear the angels sing. So on course with the decorations, how do you feel about the people that sync up music to their decorations? Like the lights flicker with the music? Yeah. I saw I think epilepsy. I I saw one someone did like Master of Puppets or something like that or like Inner Sandman. That's actually pretty cool. Like with and if I knew how to do that, I think I would decorate lights. But I would only do it once. Like, I wouldn't have it constantly going. Right. But, man, that would be sweet. But, yeah, anyone that does that, okay. Anyone else that puts up decorations, dumb. Dumb. Except for the guy that put up, uh, like, the decorations along the gutter, like, the lights. But, like, only put it up, like, halfway. And then he had, like, a, like a cutout of the Grinch. And it had the rest of the lights, like, coiled around him. So it looked like the Grinch was taking the lights down. That is that is literally awesome. Yeah, that's a great idea. Like, I'm just, like, seeing it in my head, and that's awesome. Yeah. But Christmas decorations are dumb. I'm not going to lie, though. I, I walked in, or I didn't walk, I drove through, I think it's, like, Star City. Star City it was, like, right next to, like, Winnemac. Yeah. And the whole town was lit up. It, it honestly felt, like, eerie. Like, I thought, like, because I was the only one in, like, this lit up, just, like, super bright everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's just lights. I thought, like, I was, like, driving through a horror film. Like, I thought for sure the killer was coming, because this was so weird. But after I left, I was like, wow, that was actually really pretty. Like, every every house was lit up? I'm, I'm telling you, every single, no, it was, like, the, like, the downtown area mm-hmm. like it was like you know it's like a little ramsh- ramshackle town but it was lit up just everywhere like it was insane like it felt it felt weird we do the trees at norway yeah no yeah that's yeah that's that's not bad like people go out and like it's a good out. amount it's yeah. not overkill it's a good amount are you going to the tree lighting i'm hanging them up bro dang just kidding good work for steve yeah shout out to steve for putting up all the lights this year at all norway field everyone go see him give him a hand yep Speaking of winter and Christmas and snow and all that, we got something else a little bit frosty for you, and and that is, what is the best frozen pizza? I'm a huge Jack's guy. See, Jack's isn't bad, but like that's like just the average. I mean, you you could do so much better. Come on, it's only two fifty for the pizza. Like when Menards would have it on sale when I used to work there, you could tell the minute you walked in because everyone would buy a Jack's pizza and they had they put a pizza oven up there for us. Okay. So up there, up, yeah, where? up in our break room. Your yeah, break I said room up there. Up yeah. in the world. Yeah, we had a break room that was like up above everybody. Like when you walk in, uh, like straight up, there's a break room. It's really cool because you get to walk people walking in, watch people walking in when you're on break, and you can just judge all of them. <laughs> I don't think that's what it's intended for, but <laughs> that's what it's yeah, used what for. Yeah, what you do 
shout out to anyone that still works at Menards. What you do is you take a 10 minute break before your lunch break. You would take your 10 minute break, go buy the pizza from the hardware department because that's where it is. Okay. You buy the pizza from hardware department, go up to the break room, preheat the oven, throw your pizza in. Okay. Because it takes like 10 minutes to cook it and you have a 30 minute lunch break. You don't want to waste your entire lunch break cooking it. So you're on your first 10 minute break. You let it cook in there, you know, but you set it to a little bit lower heat than it needs to be. That way it doesn't get overcooked just in case you get like caught up with a guest. Right. Of course. So then after you get done with your 10 minute break, you come back early as like a thank you to them. And then you wait maybe like five, 10 minutes as a thank you to who your boss. (laughs) And then you're like, Hey, uh, so it's time for me to go on lunch. And they're like, Oh yeah, you're good to go. So then you go. Cause like, if they're like, Oh, I kind of need you. I'm like, Oh, I put a pizza in the oven. They automatically let you go. They're like, Oh, I can't let you burn your pizza. So then you already got this 10 minutes off. You bought the pizza. Then you go for your 30 minute lunch break. You go up there. You just turn the pizza up and uh, oven up a little bit. That way it gets all toasty. Then you'd have a perfectly hot and delicious pizza all lunch break. So that was all on Jack's, and that's why you like it? Yeah, because so Jack- it's nostalgic? <laughs> yeah, it's just because Jack's Pizza was there for me when only Hormel Chicken Alfredo was. <laughs> and that was also $2. And its sodium content was literally like 1,500 milligrams every single container. I like that. It's a lot. <laughs> My personal choice would have to be Gino's East. It it's got like the like the bottom of the like the pizza. It kind of tastes like sandpaper, but I like it. <laughs> sandpaper? Yeah, yeah. There's like it's like sandy on the bottom. Like if you lick it, like there's like a little like hint of like dough or something on there. Like do you mean do you mean cornmeal? Um, yeah, probably like something like that. It's like that's, that's like the breading on the bottom, right? That's what Angel's. Yeah, that's what Angel like Gina Marie's. That's what yeah, Gina they Marie's is. Yeah, Gino's East, so it must be Gino. <laughs> it's the it's the, the jeans, G, it's yeah. the gin part of it. Yeah, but yeah, that's the same thing they do. They put cornmeal on the bottom because it doesn't like like the grease doesn't soak into right, the right. box and this it doesn't a, stick to the box. So you're either. not necessarily supposed to eat, eat that. No, you do. No, you it, do. It's, yeah, it's you edible. Definitely do. Yeah, it's edible. Oh, it's well, just, I mean, it tastes I mean, great. But yeah, like Angelo, he'll put cornmeal and then he'll put like sprinkle Parmesan on the bottom too. That way, it's a little extra flavor. Shout out to Angelo for making the best pizza of all time. Dive into this Gino's East thing again. So okay. it has cornmeal on the bottom. Cornmeal on the bottom. That's like the that's like the niche market, you know. Like that it's the only frozen pizza I've had. Like and I've had quite a bit. And like yeah, it's like almost I know it's cornmeal now, but it tastes like dust and it's like the weirdest, most satisfying taste I've ever had in my mouth. <laughs> I wish everything could be described that way. I do too. <laughs> How much do those cost though? Oh, they're a pretty penny. They're like six ninety nine, probably. Six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. I thought you were gonna say a lot more than that. To be honest, <laughs> this guy's got two fifty pizzas. Yeah, I have two fifty yeah, pizzas. All of our frozen pizzas are shitty, like cheap pizzas. Yeah, but what's a fresh Gino's East? Seventeen dollars or more? Oh, I bet there's. Oh, I yeah. I, I, I've never least, been to the, the real deal, but it has to be. I have been there. Shut up. Yeah, in Chicago. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's next to Gino. There's Gino's and there's Uno's, and then there's there's Duos, which is across the street. Same people as Uno's. Does then, Gino, oh, sorry. There's another one that I'm forgetting that I'm going to be upset that I don't remember. But there's like a whole trio of like people arguing over who has the best deep dish in Chicago. And fun fact, all deep dish pizza sucks. Oh, my God. See, I, I was like dying to cut in because I was about to say deep dish pizza is the best. 
pizza ever. Really? Is that is that the the uh, when like the the cheese is on bottom and the sauce is on top? Yeah, they put the sauce that on is top. The best, and it's no, that is the best thing ever. It's pizza lasagna, but like all crust. But it's, it's so amazing. Bad. No, oh, wait, no, no, we gotta sell. So oh, bad. No, we have to settle this, bub. What's going on here? No, deep dish is in a, in a realm of its own. It's on a new level. It's so bad. Of it's, badness or goodness? Oh, oh yeah, I didn't specify. It's, First it's all, really good. Oh, anything, thank God. anything that takes an hour to make isn't worth it. You gotta wait for the. You gotta savor the flavor. You gotta. You gotta. No. You gotta grind it out. What do you mean? So they actually have a really good system at Uno's. When you go to these places, you go there and they have you order before you get your table, like whatever pizza you want. You right. Okay. You don't order appetizers or anything. You just order the pizza. And that way, by the time they clear off your table and get everything, you wait like maybe 15 minutes before your pizza gets delivered That's to your smart. table. Because it does take an hour to make them. But it's seriously like, it's the worst. I can't stand deep dish. You just can't stand the taste or the, the weight? Is the, it the weight? Because you, you're you're really on that weight, I could tell, on the, on the break room. <laughs> it's like, And the decorations. It's like yeah. a waste of time. Yeah, yeah this guy's <laughs> just, you're just lazy. <laughs> I want everything to happen right now. And he also doesn't like appetizers. Like I, I, I hate know. appetizers. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I think that might be why I hate deep dish too. Because they're like, oh yeah, if you want appetizers, just uh, go ahead. I'm like, nah, I ain't wasting my time on that. So, are you like New York style pizza? I love New York style pizza. See, wow, this I is like rough. I like doing the fold, like the fold where you put the. Yeah, two you're a New Yorker. In. Yeah, you've yeah. seen me do it too. I like thin crust. Is thin that, crust is pizza that, is that New York? I yeah, I don't. So I hate cracker crust, like when it's too thin to where it's like crispy. Yes, that's disgusting. Jack's. That's, that's not literally Jack's. Jack's. No, it's Jack's. Not. You're eating your you own words. You guys are cooking your pizza wrong. <laughs> I guess you put it on low for 18 minutes until you get into work, and then <laughs> I get it to where it's like just not frozen, and then I eat it. Oh, I seriously just cannot stand deep dish pizza, and I love the thin crust because like the cr- too thin of crust, and it's like crispy. Like I don't like that. But uh, friend of the show, Diamond Don. People will know him. I don't know if he's actually a friend of the show, but friend of the show, Diamond Don, okay. once once taught me the way to get the perfect thin crust pizza. Call up somewhere like a, like a JJ's Pizza or something, like an actual pizza place, okay. like Gina Marie's, JJ's, something like that, and you order the large pizza, but tell them, put it in an extra large pan. Same trick as when you go to Starbucks and you order like their medium, but you want them to put it in a large cup. I don't know the actual name of the sizes. It's like venti, right? Venti, yeah, there's like... Yeah, um, you order a grande and you tell them yeah, to put in a venti cup. Yeah. Same thing. You order a large pizza, but like tell them roll it out to an extra large. Wait, what do you do at Starbucks? Why would you order a, a medium and tell them to put into a large? Because then they make more on accident and you get more for free. I've heard of it. I've never done it, but I've heard of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I'm assuming they usually just go, oh, I forgot. Because they're like... They're like, like they're robots. They're robotic. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely but, heard that. But the trick is to get a large pizza rolled out to an extra large. Because if you know, like, a place normally has, like, pretty, like, standard, like, crust, you tell them large to an extra large, it makes it even thinner, so it's super delicious. Wow, that's a life hack. Yeah, because it's the same amount of dough for a large, but they made it into another, like, three inches in diameter, and it's so good. I think you just found the Game Shark for Pizza station. (laughs) Game Shark for Pizza. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's awesome. But, uh, yeah. Fuck deep dish. No, fuck no, fuck New York. New fuck, York is the worst. F- fuck a deep dish. And it's funny because like, I go to Chicago quite often and people ask me, like, oh, do you get deep dish? I'm like, no. That's such a bad idea. It's not worth the money. It's garbage food. Like, 
I would much rather get like an Italian beef or like tacos from Chicago. Like like just any old tacos or no, there's actually a couple of really okay, good taco okay, places yeah, up there. But Al's beef is my favorite. Well, the, you can't like put ketchup on a hot dog. No, right? you can't. They no, don't yeah, allow yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've done it a few times when I was like a kid, and like I kind of got scoffed at, and I was yeah. probably like eight years old. So yeah. like, I'm, I'm thinking now if I go to Chicago, and I put, I'm, I'm thinking I'm getting mugged. Yeah, it, it's actually a trick. If you ask for ketchup, as soon as you leave the building, they jump you and murder you. I seriously wouldn't even doubt it. Yeah. Because I was eight, and this dude scoffed at me. Yeah. No ketchup. Which opposite of Philadelphia? When I was there, ketchup everywhere. I told, really? I told Bubba. When I went to Philadelphia and I got um, there was this ice cream place, and they had uh, they had these like homemade cannolis too. Okay. And so it was gelato place, by the way, okay. not ice cream. It was Italian, but they had cannolis too. Went outside and it was like in a strip mall kind of thing, but like a whole bunch of different food places. Okay. And in between every single like store, like uh, every single restaurant, if you want to call them that, or parlor, they had a ketchup station for Heinz ketchup. Shut up. Ketchup everywhere. Wow. I need to go to Philly. For your Philly cheesesteaks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, everyone puts ketchup on everything. It's incredible. Like, even on their, like, Philly cheesesteaks? Oh, yeah, that's the number one. Like, no they, way. there's different places have different types of ketchup, too. They'll have, like, spicy ketchup. Like, uh, I got these Philly cheesesteak egg rolls, and it came with, like, a spicy Asian zing ketchup. Shut up. Was it good? It was delicious. Wow, this is nuts. Yeah. Do they even have like, you know, like the green and purple ketchup from back in the day? No. 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 Oh. I got a fun story about that ketchup from Burger King. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. that stuff. Um, Friend of the show, Daniel Thompson. was so, Me and him used to be best friends back in elementary school. Back when we went to the Lutheran school. Right. And it was a half day. And his mom had to work, so he was going to come over to my house because I live close, close to the school so we could walk. And we go to my house and we got those like colored ketchups and we were like so stoked about it. And we ended up like, like what, what you think like seven year old kids would do. Like we ended up just fighting with our food pretty much. And we squeezed the ketchup packet and it shot onto my ceiling and there was like purple ketchup on my ceiling. My mom has never been so mad in her entire life because we just painted the entire like living Shut room. Shut up. And we put purple ketchup on her newly painted walls, and she was so mad. Like to this day, she, like top five most mad she's ever been? Maybe. Top ten at least. Top ten? Okay, I'd say top fair. ten. That's fair. Yeah. Like you guys just got done painting? Yeah, we literally just painted the living room. Holy shit. Yeah, she was not happy. Bob, did you ever say what your favorite frozen pizza was? <laughs> I don't think I did. Let's let's full circle back yeah, to this. We yeah. get we get off track a lot. Yeah, we do. Let's get back to this frozen pizza debate, Bub. What's your favorite frozen pizza? I think my favorite frozen pizza is DiGiorno. That's actually a really good one. Their well, stuffed crust is belligerent. I refuse to get DiGiorno because it's not delivery. It's not. It acts like it. It's not. You got to drive and get it yourself. It's yeah, you actually, have to drive and get it. No it's one's actually bro- a huge hassle. Yeah. <laughs> get again the time thing. No. Yeah. DiGiorno's so expensive, and you can get so many other pizzas instead of it. The only one that I've ever bought is one time. It was a. It was like a pepperoni pizza that came with like six of the like Toll House cookies. What the? And it was on what? sale. That's it was, so weird. It was on sale for like fifteen bucks. I don't, like, I don't like that. <laughs> that is super weird. It was like, it was like a bundle. Yeah. Well, they do bundles pizza all the time. And, pizza and cookie does not go together. You, DiGiorno does bundles all the time. They do. Uh, they do the 
pizza with like the wings. They do pizza with breadsticks. Like they had cheesy breadsticks that came with one, and they had one that was like sponsored with Toll House cookies. And you got like a large pizza, you know, the only size they sell, and like six cookies. I feel like the bread would be all right. The wings, uh, I mean. Well, pizza and wings, it goes together. Well, no, they go together. Not, I'm saying the not, quality well, of the wings. You oh, know what no, I mean? the quality is garbage. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like, no, uh, we're name dropping. A, I'm name dropping a lot of stuff. It's not like Tyson chicken, like where it's like pretty decent, you know, for frozen food. Yeah. It was like, oh, what's a really shitty, like, ground up? It was like Gordon's Food Service banquet. chicken. <laughs> it was like banquet. Yeah, it was just like banquet, banquet chicken nuggets, pretty much. It was like Kid Cuisine. <laughs> it was Kid Cuisine chicken nuggets. How many name drops can we have in yeah. this podcast? It wasn't, it wasn't a Hungry Man chicken. It was Kid Cuisine. Hungry Man, no way. I had one of those one time. I about puked everywhere. It was the, gro- it was the grossest thing I've ever had in my life. There, no, there so was a much. lot, but it was just a lot of poop. Like, no joke, the, the chicken was like straight brown on the inside. It wasn't Did even Did you like get white. the chicken strip one? Uh, no, I got like the uh, fried chicken one. It was boned in and it had like corn and like mashed potatoes or something. I mean, the corn mashed potatoes were, like, average, but, like, so, like, about 6 out of 10, and then that chicken was literally, literally bad. Like, oh, it the was... bone-in chicken will get, you'll get dark meat with it, maybe? No, but this, no, bub, this this was, like, gooey brown liquid inside. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. So, I got the beer bat. I, I distinctly remember, like, fat little Matt getting the beer batter chicken ones, because I thought they were so good. Like, Are we still talking about Hungry Man? Yes. Okay. And, uh... Like I saw them in the commercials, like oh these look oh these look amazing. I have to get them. So my mom, instead of getting me like kid cuisines, got me the Hungry Man's. Ooh. You know, I upgraded. I was a man now. Nice. And I got it, and it is seriously the most disgusting thing I've ever had. Because instead of it being like crispy chicken, like they display it, right? It was like it's microwave chicken strips. So the breading was seriously like peel off and like it was it was the grossest thing I've ever had. I'm so glad you have another atrocious hungry man story because that was easily the worst frozen meal I've ever had. Like easily. Yeah. Like there's actually some pretty decent frozen meals that I've had. Yeah, there actually are. Like I, I take a banquet over that hungry man, whatever yeah. that was. Because the hungry mans are expensive too, and it's like over three pounds of food. And I'm like, that's no, that's disgusting. Like, what are you doing? Every single one of those is at least 3,000 calories. Oh, they are. They're meant for like five people. What is the like, sodium? So, I'm going to look up the sodium. Yeah, I please. Can't. Yeah, Google. Um, oh, your phone died. You guys are getting these and trying to eat them yourself. They're for like families of four or five. No, no, no. It's not like the banquet families. Like these are specifically Yeah, no, I know what people. you're talking about. The banquet family things are legitimately like huge. But no, these are these are just like a, this is like a single meal. Yeah, the, the Hungry Mans are designed for a person. I'll say how much sodium is in like one hungry man because I mean it has to be like two hundred percent. It has to be so much. We're gonna actually okay, we got it right here. Yeah, we we got one pulled up right now. Uh, it, they have a website. Bubba, fill this airspace. Over or under a hundred percent, Bub. I'm gonna guess it's at least three hundred and fifty percent of your daily intake of sodium, but it's gonna come from one serving, and there's probably four or five servings in each container. All right, here's your uh, here's a boneless fried chicken. That's probably what I had. Boneless fried chicken is 810 calories, okay. 38 grams of fat, 1,150 milligrams of sodium, which is 49% of your daily value. Almost See, 50% in one meal. That's honestly not as bad as I thought. I, it's, still, it's still pretty grody, but like it's not as bad as I thought. I thought it was going to easily be 100. 22 grams of sugar. Where does the sugar come yeah, from? Yeah, it's chicken. It's chicken. That's the that's the issue. <laughs> Do they have trans fat in there? You can't have trans fat anymore, can you? Yeah, you, you, you yeah you, you it said, all has zero grams of trans fat. Oh, say, there you go. 
So the you said there's 56 grams of fat, and you said 13 are saturate, saturated, so the rest are, is unsaturated? Because unsaturated is kind of good for you, right? In small amounts? Or am I totally off? But yeah, these Hungry Mans are designed for one person, Bubba. That blows my mind, because I, I remember those being built for, like, families. No, you're thinking of Banquin family Yeah, meals. and you're right about that. Like, I know what you're thinking. Like, as far as, like, what we had they, in our stores, like... They had Banquin family meals that was, like, you would have... A family of four size of like turkey, like turkey slices. Yeah, like gravy. turkey or be uh, like... mastacholi was one of them. Yes, um, uh, the meatballs, Swedish meatballs. Swe- yeah, yeah. I lived off these for a while. <laughs> <laughs> they like, came in like almost like like tubs. Like if you were to go to like a like, yeah, like the the a big like aluminum like little like baskets. Oh, yeah. Like except that. not aluminum because you microwave them. Right. <laughs> And that would be terrible. They're like gray and silver or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, you would just microwave them. Like you'd cut like five or six holes in top of the plastic and just cook it for like thirty minutes. In the microwave. In the microwave. In yeah, the mi- yeah. Wow. It was rough. I feel like anything that needs like more than like ten minutes in a microwave, like at that point, like that, uh, I'm probably not touching it. Well, old cookbooks. There's like cookbooks of cooking in the microwave. My dad, who has a story about this, his uh, his grandma got a microwave when they were like brand new like it was a big deal to get a microwave back then okay so she got a microwave and since she got one she insisted on cooking everything in the microwave because no one knew like like it wasn't out like now we know microwaves are just like garbage like it cooks your food quick but like you probably shouldn't cook in one but they wanted to cook everything in the microwave so she insisted it was a thanksgiving she insisted in making the turkey in a microwave a whole turkey so it took multiple hours of the microwave just being on full blast. And my dad says he remembers this turkey being the most like rubbery substance he has ever put in his in, in his mouth. And it was the worst thing he's ever had. It was like a three hour cooked turkey in a microwave. Like wait, 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 wait. So I'm just picturing like a whole a whole bird in a microwave. Was it cooked? Like before the microwave. No, no, no. They put it in the microwave for all the cooking preparation. Shut up. That's that's how they used to do it. Like it was like that was supposed to be like instead of using an oven, use this because it was a microwave oven. It was quick. How could you ever think that was an okay idea though? Well, like, they didn't know back then. Yeah, they didn't know back then. This is the same people that used to have like X-ray machines that would like you could look at your feet for a nickel. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like they didn't know better. <laughs> like they had lead paint. What do you expect? Oh my god, lead paint. That's still like in apartments, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes. Some, and then you kind of like got to get out of there or what? Yeah. Uh. Just don't eat it. Bub. Ooh, I read a statistic that lead paint getting out of paint, like lead getting out of paint and our gasoline had a direct correlation to the amount of serial killers going down in America. Shut up. Like, like the more lead? Like the, the, more l- killers? the less amount of lead that was in our like cars and our paint the least amount of serial killers we had. Like, the serial killer number went down in correlation. So, man, went crazy. Because with the lead paint and, like, lead poisoning causes aggravation. So, there's a direct correlation between, like, all the lead being in the air to where people were more violent, which led to more serial killers. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Re- it, it kind of, yeah, because there's a correlation between, uh, like, cloudiness and and like suicide right yeah it's kind of like the same thing also dentists have the highest suicide rate amongst all doctors why wait what oh come on we have to like what yeah that's real because no more one... than like surgeons who see people like get their heads ripped off yeah why? because dentists are the most like least liked 
profession as far as doctors go? Because how many times do you enjoy going to the dentist? Like never. Zero. They look at teeth all the time. And you're going to the dentist because you have fucked up teeth. Like right. something is wrong with your teeth. That's right. the reason you're there. And yeah, they have the highest suicide rate because their job is the shittiest amongst all doctors. And they're just indoors all day, like on a, underneath those lights. Like it's not good. Those other doctors like have cool stuff to do. I just feel like I'd rather see some gross ass like teeth and like, you know, someone's arm ripped off. Oh, like, no, I, absolutely no. not. I love a good arm ripping. Yeah. This is wild. Because you're actually like saving lives in those. Those other people just have like gross bones essentially in their mouth. Like doctors that like are putting hands back on people way more fulfilling in their job. Well, you're just going to watch them do with his arm ripped off. Like look, look you in the eyes and go, don't be. And then he dies. Like that's not going to stick with you harder than like no, because some you're nasty like, well, ass teeth. No, because you're like, well, he couldn't give good high fives anymore anyways. Like he didn't need to be alive. Yeah, that's true. But he could learn how to like write with his feet or something. That's gross. Cause yeah. can you imagine cooking with your feet? No. You'd have to use the microwave. Right. <laughs> Uh, we need to mention our social medias and everything. That way, people. No, like Red Rocket. Oh, yeah. Like, email us at the Red Rocket Radio. Are we Gmail? Yeah. Nice. Or Gmail account. Uh, you can tweet us at Red Rocket Radio. We're on Instagram at Red Rocket Radio. We're even on Facebook. At what? Red Rocket Radio. Nice. But yeah, send us stuff. If you guys have any questions, we'll put it on. Uh, we'll put it on the next show. Try to address some fan topics. Don't DM us like the first guy because we ripped him up. Yeah, the first guy that DM'd us, we made fun of him a lot actually. But remember, we told him to go eat a dick. Yeah. No. What did he, What did he say again? I forgot. I he forgot. like asked me. Okay, if you're gonna DM us, don't ask us to do something for you. Oh, one of those. Yeah, he yeah. This guy was like, "Hey, yo, thanks for following me back. Like, blah blah blah. If you could like click my link and like follow me too, like uh, on my like shit." I'm like, "Well, no, he want. Yeah, I, I remember now because he like he had music or something. Yeah, he? he had like music. He wanted us He's to like, like yeah, come promote. and rate it or something. Yeah, we were come like, and, yeah, come and rate my stuff on YouTube. I'm like, eat a dick, and I sent him a noose. Yeah, I sent him a noose gif. And I told him to go eat a dick. It was our first ever tweet, I think. Yeah, after our first tweet, he followed. A tweet, a tweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I tweeted it it's too. On, it's on our account right now. Yeah, check our Twitter. It's on our Twitter too. <laughs> uh, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck him. But yeah, uh, send us anything on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Steve, any final words for the strappers? Yeah, I'm gonna say it's Christmas time. Get in the spirit. Go all out, inside and out. I don't care about that electric bill. You got to get in spirit. That's what I was going to say. That's what I want to say now. Okay. Um, Bubba, any final words for our lovely fans? Strappers. The strappers. Always go with DiGiorno. Never Wrong. go with any other pizza because you will die. <laughs> I don't think you can probably yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, uh, first of all, I don't think DiGiorno wants that association with our name. Always go with frozen pizza. <laughs> and that is a hit. That's a hit. That's a solid gold hit. I'd like to leave you guys with this. Thanks for uh, hanging in there for with us for four episodes. Uh, we look forward to coming out with some more. Forward. Forward. We're coming out with some more. Uh, hopefully we get better along the way. You guys can bear with us. But send us some questions. We'll answer them. Uh, feature some more people on the podcast. If you guys have a story, let us know. 
we'll throw you on here, you know? Get Absolutely. Off. Join the Red Rocket crew. DM us, we'll get you on here. No, we will. Yeah. What's the last words, Bubba? Give us the last words. Jungle juice for all until you black out wasted. That's it.